You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Arrested Development After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Arrested Development After Show. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV. Uh-oh. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Hey, everybody, Bing is for doing, and we are doing Arrested <laughs> Development. And we are starting off. It's a comedy, so we're allowed to laugh at ourselves, too, right? So this is cool. So, it's like anyway. Ron Howard clearing his throat. <laughs> exactly, like Ron Howard clearing his throat. So... <laughs> Anyway, hello everybody. This is my name is Nando Velasquez, and welcome to Arrested Development uh, After Buzz show. And joining me at my, at the end, first of all, is Kathy Kelly. Yes, and I have to remind you that Bing is for doing. Oh, I did say that. Oh, you did. I okay. did say that. I forgot. But Bing is still for. We're still <laughs> it, doing this. It's currently still doing. It's so still doing. Good reminder, Kathy. Good, the, good. Every moment is now, and now is now is going on right now. So, and Bing. next to next to Kathy, <laughs> and Bing is for doing, next to Kathy is Roxy Stryer. Hi, Roxy Stryer. Bing is for doing. Bing is for, do- and Bing is for doing, next to me, on my other side over here, the lovely Arena, uh, Lena Akram. Hi, everyone. We are. Everyone just met each other. So. Yes. No, we're all best friends forever. Well... <laughs> yeah, we are. We're so, kind of dysfunctional, like the Blue Family. Yes, yes, in fact, we're playing up. We're playing up the dysfunctional right now. So, anyway, we are here today, and uh, this is our second episode for Arrested mm-hmm. Development. We're watching these in order, and we're doing each episode as we watch them. So, episode two's name is Borderline Personalities, and this episode features George. So it features the ma- the patriarch of uh, of the family, and we talked about that in um, the first after show for the first episode of the season. How each episode follows a different member of the family, and I don't know. I thought that it was going to be cool, and it's kind of disjointed for me. I think yeah. that you have to stick with it a little bit. It's not one of those things where you can watch one episode and be like, "Oh, I totally understand what's going on right there." You see things, and you think. Why did they put that in there? Why was that weird interaction? I don't really get this. And then as we're going to go on in the season, it's all going to make sense. Mm -hmm. Because this show is so brilliantly written that it it all ends up tying together. But I know what you mean. It's kind of confusing. Yeah, we're definitely seeing seeing scenes being repeated from the first episode from a slightly different angle. Mm -hmm. Which is really, really cool. Because there's certain questions. I actually have some certain things uh, circled that I don't know about that I'm guessing will happen later on in the season that are being set up. That it's really going to be interesting to see... Once you see everything, how these scenes really play out. Are you guys having a really hard time not watching the entire season? Yes. Yes, I I am. I want to watch it all because it gets so interesting. Like, how do you not sit in your bed and watch for 13 straight hours? (laughs) I think that's what they intended because, I mean, since it was released on Netflix and they released the entire thing at once, that they they want you to do that. How long would it, it would probably only take, actually, like, seven hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, approximately. <laughs> we 15 could do episodes. That. I'm locking this room right now. I kind of like the fact that I'm just, I haven't seen the whole thing yet. I really like the fact that I'm savoring it. Every single episode has so many inside jokes that are worth watching more than once. 
and yeah, and, and I actually don't mind going back to watch season one or season two if I hear something that says, oh, wait, I try to remember that episode and I kind of go back. It's great that everything's on Netflix. Yeah. So that you can go back and see something if you're not it's familiar with it. It's like a Netflix it. ad right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, no, we're still being as for doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I binged on seasons one through three before before this new season came out just I to do don't. that. So I think I'm all binged out anyway. So I, I don't mind taking my time with these. I guess you have more patience than I do. It's just tempting. You know, it is right tempting. There. It definitely is tempting. So, uh, but about this episode, did you? What do you guys think of this episode in particular? I mean, I think there are moments where we're all dying laughing. I mean, we're just sitting there. Obviously, we'll get to it, but like even the moment with um, the smoking and the mother or whatever, the next yeah. couple, it's just there's so much stuff going on, and it's it's these little interactions that are so hysterical. I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Arrested that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. So what did I think of it? Hilarious. Okay. I think my dad's laughing. Sounds good. George Sr. has always been one of my favorite characters, so I loved it automatically because yeah. he's just hilarious. It's funny. Oscar's always, always been one of my favorite characters, so I love the <laughs> <laughs> We saw a lot of both of them. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Kathy? Um, I mean, I liked it, too. This was the first episode that I think I watched... Um, talking about like the past three seasons and then the first episode of this fourth season that seemed a little bit like it was hard to follow the storyline but then you know I'm sure after watching it several more times which I'm, I know I will do it'll make more sense okay well let's get started on this uh so we're we're following George in this and uh, what happens to George after after the end of season three when he escapes with you. Michael God thank bless you, you. Thank you. <laughs> yes uh, he escapes with Michael. He hides in Michael's boat as he's leaving with uh, with uh, George Michael, and they decide to go back and uh, try and rescue uh, Lucille from the predicament she's in. So, uh, and part of that involves George going up to uh, Stan Sit- Sitwell. To... I can't believe they got all the cast back, and that Stan Sitwell was still there. Didn't you feel like it was going to be the original core? But Stan Sitwell, there he is. You would have thought that they were going to bring new people in, but it's great that they brought even a lot of yeah. the minor characters. Amazing, yes. amazing. Sorry, keep going. So that he down goes to, to the Stan news Sitwell. reporters, like, yeah. John people. Beard. Uh, yeah, I, I have stuff to talk about <laughs> him either for this one or for the next one. But John Beard. That's amazing that yes. they keep bringing him back in, and there seems to be some running gag with him that we don't know about yet. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so uh, so in his conversation with Stan Sitwell, he he discovers plans that uh, turn out to be uh, what he thinks is a monument to George W. Bush. <laughs> Valid, valid. He's incredibly thin and incredibly tall, like five miles tall. And as he says, it will never stand. So what do you guys think? (laughs) What do you guys think of this whole um, premise? Again, I just think that it's so witty, you know. Mm -hmm. How do you, how does somebody sit there and think, let me make a circle and have it be a bush and then write W for wall and have somebody think, like, it just is brilliant to me. But it's hysterical that even after Lucille explains it to him, Mm -hmm. he still refers to it as a five mile tall wall. Yeah. Like, just, and he's like, long, damn it, I can't get it. Yeah. He's the best. But no, it's it's funny that he thinks that. And is it any better than being a five-mile tall wall than it being a five-mile long wall to keep out immigrants? Is that any more legitimate? I'm not sure. I think she would like it that way. A five-mile tall wall? No, a five-mile long wall. Long wall. Well, that's what's supposed to be, I right? Know. But, I mean, right? But is that more legitimate? I don't think so. Like, uh, it... Only five miles, you mean? No, <laughs> that's no, it? I just mean, like, can you imagine some bill passing here and being like, we're going to build a five-mile long wall and now no more immigrants? Like, that would never stand. That would not stand. That would not stand. <laughs> that would not stand any more than the tall wall. 
That's all I'm saying. Well, what I thought was brilliant about that is I really could picture a monument to George W. Bush being something that was just flimsy and able to yeah. topple for some reason. <laughs> so I think that's what was brilliant about that one. And on the border of the United States and Mexico. <laughs> and on the border. That's exactly where they would put it. Like, all the way out in the middle of the desert. I like the actual scene with George and Sitwell and how he runs over and looks at his plans. And, of course, in the George Sr. way. Oh yeah, no, it's brilliant, and they're they're hair pulling. Oh, oh my yes, wonderful my hair, beautiful hair. hair, alopecia, the best. <laughs> alopecia, alpaca <laughs> <laughs> hair. Poor Ed Begley Jr. having to play that for so so long, but it's so awesome. Oh, are you kidding? I do not feel bad one bit. Oh, poor him. <laughs> yes, I'm so sorry for you that you get to be on the funniest hit show ever. Oh no, yeah, seriously. Just, no, you just can't never show any kidding. hair. You could just never show any hair at all. <laughs> So uh, so anyway, so we have this premise, and then uh, George ends up meeting up with Oscar. And what I loved about this episode, actually, is uh, a lot of really awesome guest stars in here. Uh, George is hanging out, not George, Oscar ends up hanging out with uh, Marilyn Rice Cup, who I have such a big crush on, by the way. Because uh, you from love 24. 24? I love oh. 24. I love a lot of stuff that she's done, not just 24. She's done a lot of comedy, too. And then John Slattery from uh, Mad Men. So yeah. he he's showing his uh, comedic chops a little bit over there. He's done a lot of stuff too. Yeah, and what do you think? I love that. Oh yeah, Doctor Norman. I love that, and I gotta admit, I do love Heartfire. I love the fact that Heartfire can't speak, and you keep seeing uh, her the words. Yes, like, and under how they turn with her the captions. I love that. Even when she's in the background and she's doing her own thing, they still have the captions. Like she, you know, you're not even supposed to be focusing on her, and she's ordering something at the counter, and it just will have the captions. Again, brilliant. Like, like when she was choking fun. on a wasabi? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's just not the focus, but they're so consistent with her. What about uh, Dr. Norman's girlfriend? Who, China yes. Garden? Oh, China Garden. Love. <laughs> I hope she stays with us through the whole season. And he met her while he was in prison. She was his pen yeah. pal. Yes. Yeah, so, and she's super loud and obnoxious, incredibly obnoxious. And so. perfect for him. She's the exact <laughs> type of woman you would think would be writing someone in a jail cell. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what, speaking <laughs> speaking of uh, loud, <laughs> I don't want to say obnoxious, but speaking of comedy, I guess, yes. we, should, we should talk about uh, something that's really, really near and dear to our hearts. Mm-hmm. The uh, creators of After Buzz, Kevin Undergar and Maria Menounos, actually did a comedy. Uh, it is a feature film and it was just released May 29th on iTunes and various other platforms. It's absolutely hilarious and it has some people from Arrested Development in it. Henry Winkler is is the narrator. Uh, He is like the Ron Howard of the movie. Um, (laughs) And there are a ton of other people in it. Maria Menounos is in it. Kathy Lee Gifford. It's an amazing movie. They just want to know the name of it now. Adventures of Zero Buddies. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing. We've all seen it. It's incredible. Really funny. We actually got to see it in theaters up in the big screen. So you guys should definitely uh, get it on iTunes. Yeah. And I've watched it like 10 times. Yeah. So. I mean, if you can download this on iTunes, it's really simple. You can just go over and uh, and do a search for Adventures in Serial Buddies and download it. Mm-hmm. So. And um, downloading it also indirectly helps AfterBuzz because we give you all this free content. We don't ask for anything in return. So if you download it, um, that helps us helps us keep the lights on. You don't hear commercials from us very often. So uh, it's only stuff that we're passionate about and stuff that we know is good. Yes. That you'll like doing. too. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We don't do commercials. Thanks for doing. So, <laughs> so, sorry about that. I'm always anyway. disrupting. No, it's totally fine. So anyway, so let's talk about this whole uh, cockamamie scheme that Oscar uh, and uh, George are coming up with. So uh, they are going to buy, or George is buying land 
down at the border, which will, and he's going to undercut Sam Sitwell's for the wall, so he can make all this money. But meanwhile, he's also doing a special retreat, kind of like his uh, his uh, prison justice thing. Well, that, that was did. to make money to fund the. Like, didn't he, he had to buy this land, but he didn't have enough money for it? Can we talk logistically here for a second? Yeah. I was really confused when they said, uh, Stan Sitwell was making it for $200 million. He said, George says that he can make it for 150 and then make 50 more for his family? Well, I didn't understand. No. Here's what they said. He wanted to undercut... Well, first of all, Stan Sitwell thought that George wouldn't be able to undercut him at all. Mm-hmm. But if he has the land... He can undercut him for the development of the wall, but then he can gouge the government off of the price of the land because yeah. he'll sell the land to the government okay. at a much higher price. So that's so, his way of, of undercutting Sam Sitwell, but at least but making more the money. The Bluths can still do it for two hundred million dollars. Like that was the lowest that Stan Sitwell could do it for, and that's the lowest that any company could do it for. But the way that they would undercut him is so now they're running this um, CEO adventure or whatever it is. Sweat and squeeze. To make money as kind of a side venture? It was money to, I guess, pay for the land because Mm -hmm. he still had to pay, uh, he had a lot of payments He had to pay a mortgage on the land. Thank God for you guys because otherwise who would I talk to about this? (laughs) (laughs) I'm confused. I need after buzz. It is a little confusing but it's just seeing George and you know what's interesting about this episode? We've never really seen George do, uh, everything that George does is always in the past. Stuff that Michael would always find out in the first three seasons Good of point. the show that he would find out from George while he's in prison or up in the mm-hmm. attic or whatever. This is the first time we actually get to see George scheming. And he's scheming on his brother, which is even funnier. Yeah. This is also the first time where we see Lucille is completely behind it. Like, she is the, the brains of the operation. We get to see that. They hinted at that in season three toward mm-hmm. the end. But now we get to see them teaming up, and which is really, really And funny. how stupid he really is. <laughs> And how stupid or he can oblivious, be. I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. He's so oblivious. But he kept saying five mile tall wall. So, for example, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, oh god, the ostrich, which seems to be a recurring theme. I, I feel yes. like that ostrich is going to keep coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, questions with that. What's the deal with this ostrich? What's the payoff? I don't get it. Another thing that's uh, recurring is the Sky Mall magazine type thing. Mm-hmm. Like there are yeah. so many in-flight magazines we saw in the first episode of the season. Um, Altitude from Out West yes. magazine. Yeah, Out West. Um, and then there's one uh, in this episode where George Bluth is uh, doing marketing for the Sweat and Squeeze in an exclusive <laughs> uh, first class mm-hmm. magazine. Oh yeah. So it magazine. seems to be, they seem to like these uh, airline magazines yes. for some reason. And license plates. Everybody's license plate is like customized to themselves. Which... I didn't even notice that. I didn't notice no, like that one either. Yeah, which, yeah, which no, one? There, there are, you'll see... Uh, I don't know. I'll tell you guys later. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, the, but like, I don't know. I always just feel like everybody has their own... Go on IMDb trivia and you'll figure it out yourself. Okay. People. All right. Well, no. The, well, Spoiler the, alert. What's great about this show is that the writers put everything. Everything has a gimmick or everything has a reason for being there. So, yeah, you should never really. Brilliant. Yeah, you should never there really. There are times away. when, like, literally they will cut to something and I want to pause it because I know that it's only going to be about five seconds long and I want to read everything because you know that they put so much into every single detail. Oh, yeah. Like when they showed the, the magazine articles, I actually want to read the magazine articles, but obviously we didn't have time today. Or even but. the the sweat and squeeze when that, uh, when they were um, when Heartfire was on uh, Craigslist mm-hmm. for the lodge. If you if you froze it, it was like I, I didn't write it down unfortunately, but I saw it, it was kind of like fantasy 
something. It was something weird. Just pause it and take a look at it. It's just a weird, interesting Craigslist ad uh, that uh, I don't know if it has any clues for because I'm usually looking for clues for the, you know following episodes. Yeah. So I don't know if there's any clues there, but just the uh, the website for it. I think that this uh, this series was made for AfterBuzz since they blur out a certain search engine. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> we can say Bing and we can say Bing because they blurred out. That's funny. That's one of the few things they blurred out. <laughs> Why do they do that? Do they just because it's funny? Or they actually can't get the rights? Like, what? They probably don't want to give them any extra money. Money? You think so? But That's what I would think. What about Craigslist? What about Craigslist? Well, That's you know there. what? But they didn't... But you know, you know, looking at Google, even even though it's blurred... <gasps> you said the to, G word. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, looking at that website, that they patterned it off of that company. Yeah. Just like with the Craigslist yeah, one. Yeah. You can kind of tell it's a Craigslist yeah, yeah, yeah. ad. It's yeah. a fake Craigslist ad. But still, it's a Craigslist Phone. ad. So, anyway... But uh, but yeah, so it was a really interesting plant, and obviously he's making ten thousand dollars, fifteen thousand dollars for a cup of lemonade after he sweats the the hell out of these guys. Yeah. So um, what else is there? I'm trying to think of what else in the episode. Okay, I I have a thing that I don't know. What are you guys thinking about that weird thing with the maca? And they're sitting there and they're eating the maca, and then this <laughs> guy appears, and the guy's like, "The strong will become the weak, and the weak will become the strong." Real person. Just a vision? Like, what are we going to see that? It might be a vision because of the dirty maca. I was thinking that it... Which is in the... Which might be... Polluted with... Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the terrible Bathroom. idea of putting the maca right above the commode like that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Why? Why Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, Henry Winkler took a crap and uh, just buried it, so... Uh, he does reasonable. not care. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the, I don't know. I think that... That was a weird moment. I don't think it was a vision. I think that was think really was a guy. I think it's a real person. Because that the we'll way he said goodbye, yeah, yeah, the way he said goodbye was weird. I can't remember what he said, but he kind of like walked walked away. Uh, he walked Ducked like backwards. he ducked into the commode almost. Yeah, exactly. So, but I do love uh, George's line about "I'll take two tickets to Ray Romano." <laughs> <laughs> close, wow. but not too close. Where he talks to us. <laughs> I did love that. And my favorite line in the episode, I just have to put it in there when Buster says, "But then you whisper, don't pull out." <laughs> oh. Yeah, and that's something that we didn't really uh, talk about yet is George and Lucille, George Sr. and Lucille, are getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, they're fake they're, divorce. It's a fake a divorce, divorce right. but in the first episode, we heard them, you know, they're getting a divorce, and now we see that it's faked. Yeah. And I love how they're, like, so passionate at the beginning. They've then, uh, reignited that flame. Yeah. And poor Buster. Although although a year later, they seem to be slacking off a little bit. They were showing, yeah. they were showing them kind of like, they, they seem to have this, they have this cycle of falling in love and then can't standing each other. It's and then Oscar hate. comes in. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Oscar comes in and then George gets jealous, mm-hmm. which looks like it might be happening. As he should, because Oscar and Lucille occasionally sleep with each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what I loved about that fake divorce scene, too, is there's so that is a scene that I feel, I don't want to know if it's, I should say it for predictions, but that's a scene that I feel is going to come back almost every episode. Oh, yes. Because it's so rich. Uh, in in stuff that's going on and some stuff you just don't even like pay attention to you ignore like Job is writhing in pain for some reason yeah. on the uh, or screaming in pain on the couch for some reason but at the example. same time they make it almost seem like he's in pain because he hears about yeah because he thinks it's a divorce but, but that's yeah, no, it'll probably right. be something but, but didn't Job scream because he heard that they were having sex well that's what you're meant to think they, but I don't right. think that's it I don't could think be that's why. in the future I'm sure it'll be like he got hit by a car or something like that and that's okay why he's like that's how the show works. See, I'm yeah. confused. Um, and I'm then lost. also some a, 
theme that it seems like they're going to be using throughout the season is the maritime, maritime? law. Maritime <laughs> yes. law is a big yes. one, yeah. Um, maritime law, and I love how there are so many things that like they have to change out the cameras uh, on I her house arrest to waterproof cameras because and, it's a maritime law. And the guy's walking around with a hose testing the camera, <laughs> the and he's wetting the camera. But it's your crook, Captain Hook. It all ties back to that. <laughs> I had to watch this episode twice in order to fully pick up on all of it. You know, yeah. and I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go back and watch a third time because at first I. I didn't even pick up on the oh maritime law oh the cameras the way I was like huh and I was mm-hmm. like uh huh yeah. <laughs> there we go and yeah. the fact that I think they're doing the trial in like a bar or a pub or whatever yeah, yeah it looked like a red oyster snapper bar. or some oyster bar yeah. totally I, I don't I don't want to miss this scene because I think this scene's awesome and I also feel like there's something really telling but watching Lucille smoke. <laughs> was probably the best scene. Roxy almost bombed. I couldn't, I, couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't look. And it went on for like a good minute, 30 seconds. Yeah. I, it, mm, I, mm. And Buster's trying to tell the story. Do you hear it? He's like mumbling under his breath. He's like, and then I went to my therapist and it was 6 p.m. And da, da, da. And like, you don't <gasps> even notice. But we this time we had um, the subtitles on and I'm reading what he's actually trying to say. You got to go back and look. He's like really trying to talk to her. And it's, um, well, Again, what's brilliant about this show, I mean, I, I definitely want to talk about how how tough that must be trying to breathe in cigarette smoke for a whole, because they didn't cut yeah. in that scene for a while. It's fake smoke, though. I'm sure it's fake smoke, but he's still breathing that yeah. stuff in, yeah. unless it's special effects and he's not breathing it anything It looked like in. a lot of it was being breathed to the side, though. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, but still, it's just weird. But you're so busy looking at that and laughing at the whole situation that he's telling a story. Yeah. That's yes. what I'm saying. And who knows? Part. And who knows what, where that story comes into play? Because mm-hmm. the way this is going, like, you don't know what time it's present or past or whatever. You don't know, but you know it's going to come back. And so you have to go look at those subtitles and, yeah. and read what's going on, because I guarantee they don't miss a thing in this you know they would not just throw some random thing in there so something's up with that I agree another thing I want to bring up another line that I think was thrown away and I did mention this in predictions last week about the whole twin thing that they seem to be coming back to twin things and and of course this episode had to do with George and Oscar who were two twins Henry Winkler said that he had a double named Stuart who took the California bar for him yes so I feel like there's going to be another lawyer that looks exactly like Henry Winkler who's going to be probably more coherent probably smarter than than, uh, than him that's going to be coming to play too good prediction yeah I know maybe I should save that one I should save that one and then um, or maybe it wasn't that wasn't his real name since we see a lot of like that's not my real name things and maybe it was like blah 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 <laughs> I don't even know how to I can't pronounce it right blah, now blah blah totally uh, any who, um you think it was who blah 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 blah, blah, blah. <laughs> my favorite I love that I ever. love that name Blah, blah, blah. So, uh, I wish I, I, you, wish I could follow you. <laughs> did anyone else have anything else they wanted to bring up? Because we got to wrap this up really Just, shortly. Just um, the fact that I'm happy that Kristen Wiig and Seth Rogen were in it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so happy that that's going to be reoccurring throughout the season. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. And in case anybody was confused, because we were a little confused ourselves, that's a flashback we're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and whenever we see them, it's a flashback. The fake yeah. young Henry Winkler song. And who is who is Henry Winkler's son? Oh, really? That is Henry Winkler's wow. son playing Henry Winkler. Ooh, interesting fact. Yes. I didn't even know that. That's great trivia. That's awesome, <laughs> I'm going to use that one. <laughs> That's good bar lingo. Totally. Did you He's know that? Lawyer. Did you have anything else, Alina? Or, um... I think you guys got it. Um, the more you know. <laughs> Exactly. So anyway, we're gonna we're gonna probably wrap this up right now with some predictions. And now your after buzz TV predictions. Okay, who would like to go first? Anyone have anything juicy? Do you mean 
for the season in general? Well, no, maybe with George's story, because we don't know, unless you've looked ahead and you don't know exactly how many more episodes feature George. So maybe this whole situation with the sweat and squeeze and George uh, and Oscar. This isn't a complete prediction, and, it, and I don't know what's going to go on with George, but the, the only question I have is, where are the kids? Where, where maybe in George Michael? We saw them a lot in the first episode. Yeah, yeah. We didn't see much of Job, though. I mean, but at least Job's on the couch. We know where he is. And I really want to know what's going on with Job because there's so many little. They're things at college. Going on. Yeah. I th- I thought so, but then we see in this episode. I don't know whether it's this one or the next one. Remember in the house. But, well. So your prediction is a question. Where yes. are the kids? <laughs> okay. So that's where are the your kids? Predi- that's They're your around. Predi- where are the kids? I predict that we will see the kids. It is very odd, though, that just following certain people's stories, you don't necessarily see all the characters that you would normally see mm-hmm. in every episode. Yeah, it's, it's I kind of miss that. Because mm-hmm. I like seeing all of them and the interaction. Do you guys predict that we'll get to that point at some in this season? Yeah, so. We'll get back there? Well, I think yeah. that's why I really like that scene when they're talking about the divorce, because yeah. almost everybody's in that scene. Um, not the kids, but every, all almost. the kids. Are, yeah, almost. Do you have any predictions, Alina? Um, my prediction is that Tobias and Lindsay... Well, I can't predict this because the next episode. No predictions. No predictions. <laughs> I can't, pre- I can't predict. I this. hold the fifth. Okay. Because I'll reveal. Okay. No. No problem. Because we we did Sorry. see we did we did say we're watching an episode and taping what we yeah. watched. Yes. We're watching two. We watched two. Yeah. So yeah. Just yes. Yeah, just Which, so everybody knows, we're we're watching two and then taping two every single week. Yes. So that's why we we're not cheating too much. Kathy, did you have one or? Um, my prediction is that you should probably watch the next episode. I don't okay. Know. <laughs> my, my prediction. You know what? My prediction, and I forgot to mention this too. I want to mention this. Natasha Laguerre and uh, Busy Phillips are also in there as uh, as um, John Beard's co-hosts yes, in that I one that. scene. And remember, Busy Phillips has a mustache yeah. and we saw a mustache with Michael Sarah. So I predict that mustache is going to be something that's going to come back mm-hmm. for some reason. There's some story with that and we'll find out why Natasha Laguerre and, and uh, Busy Phillips are, are there as John Beard's co-hosts in Please the Please excuse TV us, show. we must dash. Ha 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 ha. Okay, well, anyway. on, well, on that note, we must dash too. So, uh, Alina, where can we find you? <laughs> on Twitter at underscore A L I N A 23. Okay, and uh, where can we find you, Roxy? At Roxy Stryer. You can find me and, on Twitter at Katherine Kelly. And you can find me at Twitter at uh, Nandovell. And we will be, for those of you tuning in live, we'll be back really shortly. Otherwise, <laughs> tune in for the next episode of After Buzz Arrested Development. Thanks a lot. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 